Welcome to the Husband Factory Podcast. I'm the host and founder, Makita Kamara Omensa. Join me here every week where I help single women meet good men and enjoy great marriages using proven faith-based principles. Now, here's today's episode. Hello, pretty lady. Hope you're having an awesome day. Wanted to talk to you today about a subject that I found that I hear a lot from women, and that is about wanting to marry a wealthy man. So I want to tell you three reasons why how much a man makes doesn't matter. I know this might be a little controversial, but it's 100% sure. How much a man makes really doesn't matter. Now, when it starts first with a story, I used to love looking and reading and studying Asian culture. And in part of doing that, I came across a writer called Amy Tan. And Amy Tan has a book called The Joy Luck Club. And I was so thrilled when it became a movie. In The Joy Luck Club, you have immigrant women, immigrant Chinese women that have come to the U.S. and then, you know, they've been able to bring their daughters and been able to give them a better life. And really what the women wanted because of the poverty, because of the struggle, because of the abuse that they suffered when they were younger, they wanted their daughters not to have any pain. And and a matter of fact, one of the, the verses in that in the beginning of the story that they say that I always remember is that it says, that we wanted our daughter's mouths to be so full that they would never swallow sorrow. They wanted them to have everything that they didn't have when they were young. They wanted them to have every opportunity that they didn't have when they were young. But anyway, fast forward. So these older Chinese women have been able to move to the U.S., bring their daughters to the U.S. For some of them, some of them, their daughters were born in the U.S. And one daughter in particular, her parents really wanted her to be with a wealthy man. The man seemed awesome. He seemed amazing. He was from a good family, had good background. You know, if you're from a third world country, people look at your family. They don't just look at you, <laughs> you know. So when you're wanting to get married, one of the things your parents will ask you is like, who's his family? What is his family? You know, what is the family name? Who are they? You know, so this man was came from a very good family. He was a perfect fit for their daughter, they thought, until she married him. When she married him, he didn't want her to work anymore. He didn't want. Now, that wouldn't be bad if that's what she wanted, but she wanted to work. She wanted to have a career. She had ambitions besides being in the house and and, you know, going to tea and dressing up and she had things that she wanted to accomplish in life and he didn't want her to. Not only that, he started doing crazy things like he wouldn't allow her to eat certain food in the house because it belonged to him. He wouldn't allow her to. He started rationing certain things like you can only eat this much. You can only do this much. You can only use this much electricity. You can only do. You know, it's been a while since I've seen the movie, but I remember it so profoundly because I said, I can't believe this is her husband doing this. How can you be living in a house with a man? And he's telling you it's his ice cream. You can't have it. You know, you have to buy your own. And the man is filthy, stinking, dis disgusting, rich, you know. And from the outside, they look so beautiful, so wonderful, so happy. Until so finally the woman breaks down and she, you know, lets her mom know what's happening. You know, so I wanted to tell you that story for the very first reason. That story depicts the very first reason why how much a man makes doesn't matter. And that reason is because character is key. At the end of the day, it's not how much he makes, it's how much he gives. What is his character like? If he makes millions and billions of dollars but doesn't give you any, does it matter <laughs> that he's a wealthy man? 
And even if he gives you and if he if he's if he has an attitude, if he treats you wrongly, does it matter that he's a wealthy man? If he doesn't bring you enough, there are men that I know that don't give their wives and they have money that don't give their wives enough to do the things that the wives want to do because, you know, they have their own idea of what they're doing with their money. They have their own, you know, they're trying to build tax shelters. They're trying to, you know, just in case they lose their in their income or they use lose some of their investments. They're trying to have a nest egg, you know, someplace, different things. And those things are all good. And you also, especially if you're somebody that invests a lot, you also have something that is stable. You have to have a, a good amount of money that is stable. So I'm not saying those are good. Those aren't good. But in the long run, a lot of their wives don't have as much as you think they have, aren't taken care of as much as you think they're taken care of. So the question is, if the man is wealthy, it doesn't matter if he doesn't have good character. If he's somebody that's going to be beating you, if he's somebody that's going to be cheating on you, do you want a man that's a billionaire that cheats on you? No. At the end of the day, no. At the end of the day, if you have a value system, if you have a good value system, if you have self-respect, no, you don't. You don't want to be uh, having a billionaire cheating on you. You don't want anybody that's going to be beating you. You don't want anybody that's going to be mistreating you, that's going to be shaming you, that's going to be calling you names, that's going to be making you feel like you're less than what you are. And I'm not saying that a, a, all rich men do that. All I'm saying is that at the end of the day, his character is the first thing you need to look at before you look at his money. Number one, does he have a good character? So his money doesn't matter if his character sucks. If he treats you like crap, his money doesn't matter. If he treats you like you don't matter, his money doesn't matter. So what you have to ask yourself is, it's okay to have a rich man, but most importantly, I want a man that values me. I want a man that treats me like I matter. I want a man that treats me like an equal that we, that my voice matters, that my opinion matters, that he actually cares what I think and that he wants me to be involved in everything that he's doing. Okay, so that's number one, is that because his character matters more than his money. Now, the second reason why how much a man makes doesn't matter is because it's better to build wealth together. The danger of marrying a finished product. Now, finished product, I'm talking like, okay, let's take Mark Zuckerberg, for example, right? I don't know him personally, but I do know that the woman that he ended up marrying, he was with her before Facebook. That was his girlfriend way before Facebook. Do you think he's going to leave her anytime soon? She has been there through thick and thin. He doesn't have to wonder, does she like me for me? Because she was there. Same thing with LeBron James. His wife was his girlfriend all through high school. Before we came to know him, before we knew that he was such a uh, phenomenal player and before all of the money and before all of the fame, this woman was there. Same thing with the Obamas. You know, before he became president, he was just, you know, in law school, just a guy in law school. So it's better to build wealth together because, number one, the men will respect you. Number two, he will cherish you because you've been there with him. One of the things that that worry rich men or one of the things that if you if you marry a man that is already wealthy or you want to get to know a man, you start dating a man that is already wealthy. One of the things that's in the back of their mind always is, is she here for me or is she here for the money? They always think that. Another thing that they're always thinking is, can this person fit into my life the way that they are? Because a lot of them, they, their lives are already set up very strategically. 
And their relationships and their partnerships are very important. Relationships is money. So they have clients, they have partners, they have friends, they have business associates. That they'll, And he wants to know, can you fit into my life the way that you are? And even if he likes you, if you don't fit into his life, chances are he's not going to marry you. He has to marry somebody that's going to fit into his life because he doesn't have time to change you like in Pretty Woman. Pretty Woman is a nice story, right? Most rich men, they don't have the time to change you or to make you someone that can fit into their life. So that's a question that they have. But imagine if you guys were already knew each other, you struggled together, you built the business together. You were with him when he was building fame. You're with him when 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 he started to make money. Imagine that that is a totally different story. He's not going to be wondering if you can fit into his life because you've always fit into his life. You've evolved with him. You've changed with him. You guys have gone through this struggle together. You were there. He doesn't have to wonder, does this woman want me for me or for my money? Because you were there when he had nothing. You were there when all he had were his dreams and his big stories and how he's going to do this and how he's going to do that. I can imagine LeBron James telling the beautiful woman that he married, like, oh, man, one day I'm going to be in the NBA. One day I'm going to do this. And she's like, "Okay, wow. Yeah, I support you. And then actually for it to actually happen, can you imagine the Joy, you know, that the two of them must have felt because they dreamt together and they made it happen together. So it is better for you to build wealth with a man than to look for a man that already has money. It's to your advantage because you don't want to be in a position where he already has money. Like, you know, I'm talking about a stupid amount of money like he's already made and he can pay for everything that he needs. If he can pay for everything that he needs, the question is, Am I just another thing in his life? Am I just another something that can be bought or traded because he can already pay for everything that he needs? If he needs somebody to sleep with, he can pay for that. If he needs somebody to give him companion, he can pay for that. If he needs somebody to cook and clean, he can pay for that. If he needs somebody to help him manage his business, he can pay for that. If he has children and needs somebody to take care of the children, he can pay for that. There, Almost everything can be paid for. So the question is, is he going to value me? Now, the important thing about number two is that you have to have the eyes to see men that have potential. We have to stop looking down on men that are in seed form because trust me, maybe if you had met Barack Obama when he was a lawyer, I mean, when he was in law school, you probably may not have liked him. You, If you had met Jeff Bezos when he was, you know, moved into his parents' home and, and took a loan from them to start Amazon and he asked you on a date, you probably may have... Not liked him, but I bet you, you know, if he asks you on a date now, you might consider it. You know, LeBron James, you may not have, you may have thought, yeah, he'll make it. But maybe you're thinking, let me just wait to see if he makes it first. Or Mark Zuckerberg, have you seen pictures of him when he was younger? You may not have liked him. You may not have been attracted to him if he was this, 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 this Harvard, you know, student, like telling you about all his big dreams. So that's the thing. You have to have your eyes open as a woman, like all these other women did. They saw potential. They saw potential and they snagged the man, put them in their back pocket and kept on going. So while other women were looking at them like, oh, he's not six five. Oh, he doesn't have a six pack. Oh, he's not wealthy. He doesn't have money. But they saw that this man can have money. This man and maybe they weren't even looking at the money. Maybe like they were looking like this man is going someplace. That's what you have to look for. Don't look for a man that has money. Look for a man that's going someplace. Look for a man that has passion. Look for a man that has aggression. Look for a man that has drive. Look for a man that has audacity, that he has dreams. 
but not just dreams, but dreams with action and action taker that he doesn't talk all day long about what he wants to do. Don't let your your head fill up with what he wants to do. Look to see what is he actually doing. If you find a man that has drive, that is actually acting upon the things that he wants, honey, you found a jackpot. You have hit the jackpot. Snatch that man up and marry him because it's better for you guys to build wealth together and he will respect you so much if you're with him in the bad times, you're with him in the struggle, you're with him as he builds and becomes a person that, you know, that he envisions and he, and you build your dreams together is so much better. That's number two reason why, how much a man makes doesn't matter. Now the number three reason why how much a man makes doesn't matter is because purpose is more important than money. But guess what? If you choose purpose, you will have more than enough money. You don't want to just look for a man for money. Look at who you are. You have so much potential. You have, you have, there are problems in this world that only you can solve. Are you aware of that? There are things that only you can do. There are people that only you can reach. There is a business out there that has your name on it. There is a patent out there that has your name on it. Maybe there is a invention out there. There's a cure to a disease that has your name on it. You have a purpose that is much greater than money. If you chase that purpose and if you chase God, there's no way money will miss you. You will have all the money you need and you'll also have purpose. Now, why is purpose important if I have all the money I need? If you if you can afford to go anywhere, live anywhere, eat anything, buy anything, why do you need purpose? Because the rich people are some of the most lonely and miserable and sad people in the world. If money was everything, they can buy all the cocaine they want. They can go on all the islands that they want. They can even buy an island if they want to. They can buy all the clothes that they want. They can eat anything they want. They can go anywhere they want. They live in a house with 20 bedrooms. So why are they constantly committing suicide? Why are they constantly becoming drug addicts? Why do they need pills just to sleep? Why are they afraid? Why do they have stress and anxiety? Because they, there is something more important than money. And once you have purpose, once you have purpose, it gives meaning and color to every other area of your life. It gives direction. Do you know when God created everybody, he created them for a purpose. Every single person, even aborted babies, every single person that God created, he had a purpose for them. He had a destiny for them. And until you find that purpose and until you find that destiny, your life is going to seem meaningless. So woman of God, please fulfill that purpose. Look for that purpose. Walk in that purpose. Obey the things that God has told you. If you're honest with yourself, God is probably giving you a business idea. Mm-hmm. If you're honest with yourself, God is, you've probably, you may have prayed about money and God showed you, make some clothes and sell them to your friends. And you're like, yeah, but that's not only going to give me about a hundred dollars. I need mega money. Or maybe God showed you, oh, why don't you put this together and sell it online as an online course. And you're like, yeah, uh, nobody knows me. Who's going to buy it? Be honest with yourself. Have you acted on everything God has told you? Because acting on those things is where your money is coming from. How about you make the money? How about you make more than enough money? 
You know, how about you? Maybe God has told you to make some leaps and bounds in your career. Maybe he's told you ask for a raise and you're like, oh, no, mm -mm, not in this healthcare climate. I'm not going to do that. Maybe he's told you you need to start your own business. Why don't you start a practice instead of working in a practice? Or maybe if you're in real estate, he's like, OK, you have your residential license. Why don't you get your commercial real estate license? And you're like, eh, yeah, yeah. So the question is, what have you not done that God has spoken to you? You may be the reason why you're not a millionaire or a billionaire. Not because you need to marry a man. Maybe God wants to give you all that money so that the man is uh, is is respecting you and not disrespecting you. Now, a lot of times when women have money, because sometimes women want to marry a man with money because they have money, because they are at a, a certain level in terms of their finances. So they don't want to marry somebody that has less money than them. But let me tell you this. At the end of the day, still look at character because there are men that may not make as much money than you, but it's not going to intimidate them. So don't think that all men are intimidated by the amount of money you make. There's number one, there's men that is not intimidated by the amount of money you make. And number two, there's men that even if you make more than them will be giving to you sacrificially. Remember what I said, it's not how much he he makes, it's how much he gives. There are men that make less than you that will bring home their entire paycheck and give it to you. And, you know, maybe just keep some for themselves. Yes, they exist because my husband is like that. <laughs> the first time my husband did that, I was shocked. I said, what? <laughs> you know, there are so it so it's not about how much either person makes. It's about is the person a giver? Is a person a sacrificial giver? The Bible says that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Any person that's not giving to you is you have to question if they really love you. Now, I don't mean giving, you know, if a rich man buys you a car, maybe that's not a, a big deal because, you know, they can afford it. I mean, giving sacrificially, giving you of themselves and also giving you of what they have. Because there are men that may not make as much as you, but may, but they give you everything that they have because they love you. After all, the Bible says that a man, that a husband should love his wife and give himself up for his wife, even as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for the church and died for the church. So make sure that your value system is correct. Make sure that your understanding of these things is correct. Make sure that you're not caught up in the wrong thing so you don't end up with a, a marry a man only to divorce him two years later. That's even more painful. And anyone that tells you divorce is not painful is not spending the whole story. Divorce is very painful. Even if you're getting a good chunk of uh, money in alimony, it's still painful, especially if there are children involved. So why would you rather be divorced or would you rather be happily married? So choose wisely from the beginning and don't let money be a factor. All right, guys, have a wonderful day. Hope you learned a lot. Sit, hey, if you have any comments or questions, I know this is a controversial subject. If you have any comments or questions, I'm going to put my link in there so you can send me a, a remark or a comment, okay? And I'd be love to talk with you about it. You take care. Bye-bye. I'm sure you got a lot out of today's episode. Don't forget to share. And guess what? The conversation doesn't have to end here. Hop online to www.husbandfactory.com to subscribe to my VIP newsletter. Just scroll to the bottom of any page and you'll see the button there. 
Remember, all the great love stories you've ever heard, out of all of them, yours is going to be the best. Can't wait to hear it. See you next week.